go. So this is uh, Emuna, right page, Reish Vav, chapter 16, in Chelek Beis Ali Shur. Anachnu makirim at HaKadosh Baruch Hu, mitoch shalosh itgaliyot. We know the Almighty uh, through, or via, three revelations. Number one, Briyas Olam, creation, Genesis. Number two, Matan Torah. And number three, Vahadru'ula Ha'achrona. By the way, this, we'll see, he'll, he'll go into this, elaborate this, but these three, anything, anything in Judaism that we have three of, they all correspond to this. For example, the three meals on Shabbos, and the three prayers on Shabbos, and the three Avos, and the three Beis Amiddashes, and um, so we could say, And Machal Shlomo, everything relates, corresponds to the Nefesh and Shama and Ruach. Well, you will see this again and again and again. Fine. So, Briyas Olam Neskala HaKadosh Baruch Hu Betoch Maisav. So, by Briyas Olam, the Almighty's handiwork was on display. Kiba Briya on Rome as Chachmosav as Chasta. In the Briya, when we see, we look at the creation, we see the wisdom and, and the kindness of the Almighty. Avalhu Yisparach Atzmo Nistar Venelam. But he himself, so to speak, is concealed. Becholzot, despite that, nevertheless, it is sufficient with introspection, contemplation in the Bria in order to arrive to uh, arrive to Amuna and to the highest levels of Vodas Hashem. If we look in the Bria, we examine all the wonderful handiwork of the Almighty, we can use that as a catalyst, as a stepping stone towards Amuna and Vodas Hashem. Zot Haita Derecha This is how the Avos, our forefathers, our patriarchs, how they achieved the Muna. Like how did Ramah Vinu achieve the Muna? So the Ramah, very famous Ramah, Betchilas Hilchas Avodas Zara. He says, quote, Kevon Shinid Mal Eitan Zay. He's talking about Ramah Vinu Eitan. The name Eitan, by the way, it's always a ref, it's it's a, one of the nicknames of Ramah Vinu. Eitan means the strong one. So once this strong one, he grew up, he was weaned. Hischil showed him, but he started like investigating with his mind. Vukatani was small. Vehischil lachshuv by yom b'ladi would think in day and night. Vayatmiyan he would ask questions. He would wonder with amazement. Heich efshashir gadol hazeh. Is it possible that this galaxy, nohe tamid, everything should be worked and synchronized perfectly? Vloyelomanik, and it doesn't have someone who's in charge. Umi savos and who spins it? Gifts of Shabbos also, it's asthma, it's not possible for it to go on its own. So who, who you know, who's the engine behind the universe's workings? Veloho Yelamalamed, he didn't have a teacher. Velomodia, not an informer. Davar Elam Mushka, Urkazdim, rather he was, Mushka means he was entrenched in Urkazdim. Bain of the Gachavim, he's surrounded. Uh, with, go ahead. Are you recording this? Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, uh, amongst all the Gentiles, Hatipshim, the silly ones, the of the everyone, his father, his mother, the whole people, they're all worshiping idols. And he's worshiping alongside them. However, the Libo Mishotet in his heart, he's thinking and he's investigating. Umaven and he's understanding Ad Shehisid. Derech HaEmes until he acquired the way of the truth, the Heaven Kavat Tzedek, 
and he he understood the line of righteousness from his uh, his contemplation, his proper contemplation. Veyeda, and he knew he knew there's one 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 God and he uh, he uh, oversees the constellations and he created everything there's nothing there's no other deity san, san him so what we're demonstrating from here, from this is that how did Avraham Avinu achieve Amuna? What what did he do? He didn't have a teacher. He didn't go to Jewish Judaic uh, school. He didn't go to Sunday school. He didn't learn Torah, or maybe not initially. Later on, he learned Torah. Uh, he did it from the Bria. It means he used the Bria, the world, the, cre- the, the the nature, the handiwork of the Almighty, as a ways to understand and uh, deduce the existence of the Almighty. Hitir Avram Avinu Olav Hashem. That Aleph Aleph Ayin is Avram Avinu Olav Hashem. So, if you actually read the words of the Ram critically, you find that it's, that Avraham Avinu is not only discovering the existence of the Creator, but he's also discovering the existence of the overseer and the conductor. So the Almighty is continually overseeing on an individual level, Mashtiach, like Hashtracha Pratis, and sustaining the world. Uh, fine. Now, the uh, the history of idolatry, how did it get started, right? Adam wasn't an idolater, even though the Gemara says, other reason, Min so he did have some degree of heresy, even though it wasn't blatant heresy, he wasn't genuflecting to idols, right? Uh, but the, how, how did it develop? So, the round describes in the Artama, how it was a mistake uh, in calculation. The people, initially, they knew they, of the existence of the Almighty, but then they said, oh, the Almighty created all these wonderful uh, uh, constellations and powers that Mistame, he wants us, in probability, he wants us to also accord honor to them mm-hmm. as a means to honor him. And then after some time, they forgot about him entirely. Gam kola umus yadu mitchila saboro. The whole nation, the whole people, everyone knew of the existence of the Bora, of the Creator. Varak acharkach, but only post facto, afterwards, they distorted their emunah. They started to worship angels, to stars, to the Agashmi, to the great physical uh, physical powers, hapolim ba'olam, that uh, that govern, that run in the world. If you want to get a good snapshot of this, I would advise you to take a look at the Rambam in Perak Aleph, the first Perak of Hilchos Avodos Kachavim Umozelos, Avodazar, where he talks about the history, he goes to the history all the way to Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu, how, what he did and how he how he discovered it, and now mm-hmm. what he did afterwards, and and etc. The whole first Perak is the history of of the descent into idolatry and the one flicker of hope for humanity, which is a form of Ramavinu, who develops the movement that mm-hmm. became uh, the family, the tribe, ultimately the nation, which is us. Fine. The Avos, they achieved the true Muna and they passed it on to their kids. Fine. That's not what it says. It says only the Yavos. 
means only of us as opposed to the people of that that existed there. Oh, okay. People of that time. Fine. So that's the that that's the that's the example of the first kind of Amuna. But Maimed Harsinai. So what happened to Maimed Harsinai? His Gala Karashborhu Ba'atzmo. So it wasn't just the Almighty's handiwork, but the Almighty himself. How so? So when he said the Klai, Anochi Hashem Elokecha. Right? As it is recapped in Vaishanan, in the fourth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy, Ponim Bipanim Face to face, direct communication, the Almighty speak to us from uh, on the mountain from fire. Aseres Amoros. Um the ten ma'amoras, shebehem, the ten utterances, shebehem barakash barakos olam, hislap shubatocha bria. Right? So the, the, the original ten, the ten ma'amoras, ten utterances they might have used to create the world, that got uh, uh, in, enveloped by the, by the world. It means it wasn't, it wasn't clear. There, there was still some sort of, uh, uh, it, it took, the amuna took, uh, form in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, like the word of God is, 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 is standing in heaven. Means, why is this, the, 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 the sky uh, standing? Because of the will of the word of the Almighty. Uh, he's put this in Medrash, by the way. Right? So what does this mean? This is a description of creation. The Almighty said something, ten utterances, and that created the world. And the world is still created because of those ten utterances. But where do we see the Amuna in the world? It's sort of uh, disguised. It's, it's masked uh, in, the, in the creation. Hare, Dvar Hashem, the word of Hashem, Yehi Rakiah, let there be a Rakiah, Nislabish, it took the form, like the word Levush, it took the clothing, um, it took the form in the physical, in the Gashmi Shemaim, heavens, and that sustains it. That is the Amuna of Brias Olam. Not like that. In contrast to that, we heard the direct word of God. We didn't have to see have to deduce from the Shemayim to say, oh, how is that standing? It must be the word of God. Mm-hmm. It came without it taking up any disguise. And they accepted it with Nevu. And it became etched. It became etched in the hearts of 600,000 men that stood in front of Mount Sinai. So this is the second Hisgalos, the second revelation of the Almighty. Hisgalos Zos, this revelation, Hitchila, it began in with Moshe Rabbeinu, Allah Vashalom, Moshe Rabbeinu, a blessed memory, 
Bahar Choref Mitochasne. From the fire, burning bush. We read about about a week and a day ago. V'nim shechavim mitzrayim, and it continued in mitzrayim. Maseras hanisim hagluim with the ten revealed miracles of Kriyas Yamsuf of Kriyas Yamsuf. V'hidia l'sia, and it reached its pinnacle, its peak, its zenith. B'man Torah, b'man Torah. Shone ha'emuna hamuvuseses alas dalosos mizu hamuvuseses albris olam. There is a difference, there's a distinct distinction between the this emuna, which is based on this revelation, from the emuna which is based on the revelation of creation of the world. Why? Ki, Ka'amur, as we said. Sham hu yisparach hamistater. There, the Almighty is concealed. Vilukan, however, uh, over here, by the revelation at Sinai, which is really the revelation in Egypt that continued throughout Sinai, who Ba'atzmo Hiskale, he himself, so to speak, was revealed. Harashba, the Rashba, Mivair, he explains, Havdelza, this d- distinction, this difference. Bibir shall nusach Shabbos, right, with the if you with the examination of the liturgy of the Kiddush of Lel Shabbos of Friday night. Why? How does it start? Nistar begins with a uh, with 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 a lashon of nistar of of hidden. Asher a remembrance to my sabrachus. What's my sabrachus? The first episode of Amuna. Okay, that's the beginning. Vahem shechem the continuation. Zecher liyatzias mitzrayim kavanu chayt v'san gadashto mikol amim v'shabas tachachah ba'avol v'san gichal tanu. So what does it start with? We start referring to God in third person, right? He did. He did creation. However, when we Mitzias Mitzrayim, that's not about what he did um, and what we're, so to speak, remembering what he did. Rather, we talk to him in first person, right? He banu bacharta, you chose in us, and you uh, sanctified us, we call amim. And your Holy Shabbos, you gave to us. So we start talking in first person. Like we suddenly we're not using oh members of Tzimis Shrine that the Almighty did something by uh, I'm sorry, members of 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 of, of, Bres, uh, of my sabrachus. Mm-hmm. Rather, we're talking we're talking about we're talking directly, like as if we're talking to him, you know, straight up. With regards to my sabrachus, we talk to God like he he right. Uh, the, the, you know, we're talking about him third person. And only from then, when the Almighty selected us and sanctified us with His mitzvahs, only then do we ponim uh, elav. Do we address Him? We talk about in in first person. You. With this, we we are creating. The relationship between the Jewish people and the Almighty. Mimatan Torah from Torah Nimshchan Avu B'Klai Yisrael Ad Churban Habayis Harishon, from Mount Sinai until the destruction of the first Temple. There was a never a ceaseless nevuah uh, amongst the Jewish people, a prophecy. It indeed, it, it indeed continued a little bit further, right, into the beginning of the second bias. And from then henceforth, 
Hishtamshu Bastol. They had a Bastol. Bastol is a little bit of a lower level of prophecy. Shima Dreder Yezdu Abruch HaTodesh. Umisham Nimshach Derech HaTfila Shal Kala Yisrael Bechol Dorosenu Ad Hayom Shadopoma Kosh Baruch Hu Bechol Abrochas Vatfilas Bosh Anata. And from then, once Nevua ceased, then we have the formalized prayer of the men of the Great Assembly, and what is the one word that we say more than any word in our prayer services in Amida? It's the word Atta, you. So essentially, since Matan Torah, till this very day, we have a direct connection with the Almighty. We talk to Him straight. Nevua, right? So, you know, where'd that come from? Right? That is the upgraded status of the Jewish people since Matan Torah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We have, a, we have a relationship. We can talk straight, straight up. We know that the Almighty is close to us and hears and accepts all our prayers. As it says in Vashanon, in Deuteronomy, who is the great nation that the Almighty is close to him? Like the Almighty, like, like, the, uh, like the Hashem, our God, in all our callings out to him. So this is the second layer, the second layer of uh, of revelation, where it's a revelation to us as the Jewish people, and that uh, is heralded by Matan Torah, and that continues to this very day. There's another layer where it's not limited to our nation, it's universal. Bram, however... HaTorah nitna rak l'kla Yisrael. The Torah is given to the Jewish people. Right? A Gentile is not allowed to learn Torah. Well, at least not the things that are not relevant to him. Gemara says, Okay, I'm not going to translate that. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, the the, 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 the uh, nations of the world were not ready for it. Which is a very interesting way of saying that the reason why we got the Torah is because we were ready for it and they weren't. Hmm. It means we're, we're a step ahead. You don't think we were based on the, the mindset of after we left Egypt before we entered the world Tuma? Well, yeah, okay. So that's an interesting question. But maybe we were ready for it and we didn't know about it. You know, Like our Neshamas were ready for it. Interesting. But we got there in time, you know? We may have been uh, pushed been assisted along the way, but boded and that's why the Jewish people are boded means they're alone, they're loners in their amuna and their avoda. as much as the Gentiles they got closer to the amuna monotheistic amuna. del rav, there is a grand difference between them and us. Like the Rambam wrote in the Idiyar's Taimon. Quote, The difference between our religion and other religions that try to compare to us, Ella, it's only light. What's the difference? One of them is alive. They have the same form, right? They look the same, right? Maybe in a picture they'll look the same. But one of them is alive and one of them is dead. You know, and they, and they're, they're, it's starkly different even though they kind of share the same contours, you know? 
Uh, or so you, you make it out of wood or out of out of metal. The dead nations, that wanted to compare and to be similar to the live nation. They could not uh, do that any more than just uh, in 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 dimyon. They kind of establishes houses. Houses for deities, but there's no, uh, there's no, you know, a reciprocation, so to speak, from the mm-hmm. point of the deity. Hifrashuvi nozru, they were uh, abstinent and they were uh, ascetic. Laharos aleim nevuah v'lenerasa, they tried to get prophecy, but they weren't successful. Ach, okay, so this brings us to level three. Ach, Akadosh Baruch Hu lo yashir es alama betos alama. The man will not leave his world. In error forever, and we are awaiting We're waiting for the final revelation, which may come speedily. and then right? It will become known to all, and all evil will be nullified. But I'm going to say, Oh, from our Muna, we don't need this. We don't need that. Because our moon is clear, perfectly, wonderfully. Without any hester, without any covering. But we are pained by the So we're still in mourning. So these are the three things. We start with Amuna of Brias HaOlam, which we are able to deduce from the Olam, but we have to kind of use this intermediary. Matan Torah, we taught to God straight up. And then the final Gula is, um, is for everyone. That's what we call Mashiach. Mm-hmm. By the way, very cool, famous Gemara. The Gemara says that the world is a 6,000 year world. Correct? What year are we in now? Drumroll, please. 775. 666. Okay, rounding error, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, but that's what the Gemara says, right? What else does the Gemara say? Eric, what else does the Gemara say? That same Gemara? Yeah, same Gemara. Uh, 799. So that's the, that's the famous part of the Gemara, 6,000 years. What the Gemara also says is that it's broken down into three epochs. Right, two thousand year each. Right, epic spelled E P O C. Two thousand years of Tohu. Two thousand years of Torah. Two thousand years of Mashiach. And if you look at the commentaries, they point out that Avram Avinu was born in the year nineteen forty-eight. At the age of fifty-two, he started learning Torah. As the measure says, at the age of fifty-two. So at that like the year two thousand, he started learning Torah. So what does that mean? There's Tohu, right, until Avram Avinu comes. And he's established the Amuna. What Amuna is that? It's the Amuna of Brez Olam. And then that ushers in the next era, which is the next era of Amuna, which is Torah. So that's obviously Avram Avinu starts it, but it's culminated by the Jewish people being established as a nation. And then you have 2,000 years of, of Torah where only the Jewish people have, you know, have this Amuna. And what have you experienced in the last 2,000 years, by the way, which is, this is a little bit of a controversial point, but it's not that controversial because I finally found the Rambam. Booyah. So what does that mean? Right? It, that means that there is a universalization uh, of 
a variant of our faith, right? Not a variant, but a, a poor imitation like we saw. But you, the, the, the main strokes, so to speak, are becoming ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. And there's a Rambam, by the way, very hard, hard Rambam to find because it was expunged from, from many editions of the Rambam. But there's a Rambam that says that the purpose of Christianity and Islam is to make uh, the broad strokes of Emuna universal, and then Mashiach is going to come and just going to make slight tinkering and adjustments in, uh, in, that, in their flawed Emuna, and then bring the world to perfection. And that's the last, the last 2,000 years, which is Mashiach. So it's a 2,000 year process of teaching the whole world about, about mm-hmm. the existence of the Almighty and our Emuna. Hmm. How's that? Very interesting. Fine. Okay. Let's continue. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Someone told me the other day that the Rambam holds that Christians are monotheistic. Mm. Like, we're not allowed that in church. Right, it's Avodah Zarah. What does monotheistic mean? The Rambam doesn't talk about monotheism. It is Avodah Zarah, clearly. That's the Rambam in uh, Yigaris Tamar. As opposed to Islam is not. Right. Islam is not. Yeah. Source it. Source it. It's probably this Rambam, because that's the only one that, that would me maybe even say that. Would it trade off coming to church as a baby sermon? You didn't hear me that, did you? Uh, no, you were on mute. What do you say? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so no, no, Christianity is a Lazar, clearly. Well, I say clearly, because it might be Shutfus. The Gemara is a whole, it's all Gemara. If it's, if it's a moon of a Shutfus, is that, is that a Lazar or not? But simply, we say that it's a Lazar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Briasa Olam, Matan Torah, Vahatsapia Ligula, Kult Vilasino Astros Bahen. All of our prayers deal with Briasa Olam, Matan Torah, and the anticipation of the Ula. Ubamud Bamanu Chaim, and in Amuna these we live. Kol Shlashrikri Muna Nechlan Bahem Ubachol Hamishtamea Mehem. By the way, if you look at the three, at the 13 principles of faith, and you look at the Savior Ikram with the artists of the Rambam says, no, there's only three principles of faith that actually are saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the three, what are the three principles, by the way? Every time you hear the word three, it should ring, a bell should ring in your head because this is the same three things. Three principles are the existence of the Almighty, the existence of Nevuah, and the existence of Scharva Onish. Voila. What do you have? Briasa Olam, existence of the Almighty, Torah, which is Nevuah, and Scharva Onish, which is which is Mashiach, which is which is this last level of Muna. And the Ramam, he has five, four, and four, but it's the same thing. It's five elements in Emuna in the Bris Olam in the Almighty. It's four elements in Avua, and it's four things Scharva Onish. Reminds Yodea that Yodea Machshavosam, Scharva Onish, Tchesamesim, and Mashiach. Booyah. Interesting, huh? Atta. Now. A small activity of avoda, one small action that has a moon on all these three revelations. Someone who says amen with all his koach, they open all the gates of Ganadim. Open up the gates for he who says amen. Man amen. My Amen, what does it mean, Amen? Amen, El Melech Neamon. Rashi, Kachmeir al Shu El Melech Neamon. So, what does that mean? So, turn the page. Hashem, uh, let's start with the Aleph. 
Elokim, who Hashem shall meet us chasto yisparach, asher olam chasid yibane. Melech, so that's the first one. Bereis olam. Melech nihiyak kadosh baruch aleinu al yidek kabbalas haTorah. Nemon. Every time it says Nemon, look, we had last week's parsha, right? Nemon. Who lahavias agula valhachios mesim? Harei banias amen mehadhed. It's like a, it's uh, it's um, it's uh, there's a shrill, so to speak. There's a slil, uh, um, which is a noise. Shel sholosh hisdalios of the three hisdalios of the three revelations. Vaona amuchol kocho post kumoshari ganeidim. Someone who says amen with all his koach, who maavir matzmo et kola hester ponim. He removes from himself all of Hester Ponim. He lives in a world that the Creator is revealed. He's in Ganeidin. The Hashtracha and the kingdom of the Almighty is known to all. And the perfect Rega is standing to be revealed in every second. So before someone who says Amin in this manner open, are opened all the uh, gates of Ganeiden. Who mates this l'tochon? He able to peer inside of it. Ganeiden who olam agoli below believe Hester Ponim because that's what it means. Ganeiden is the world that's revealed without Hester Ponim. Ishi tamachacham. The author is directing, uh, talking to us. Um, not to us, but whatever, to Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to say that, but thank you. <laughs> did you once feel, when you said Amen, the, the, the tremendous substance in this small word? Hain, indeed. We have to do a lot of Islamdos. Until we reach saying Amen thusly. And not in all the 90 Amins that we say every day, can we have such Kavana? However, let us try. In the morning, before Baruchu, let's try to maybe make a note of it then to say Amin with channeling this uh, these foundational uh, ideas of Aramuna that are encapsulated in this seemingly really small and minor and significant word that we say or we are likely to say without even thinking about it at a re- Do you mind recapping the, the like, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, we, we, the whole thing? Or the no, Amen? just the Amen. Yeah. Right, so uh, Amen, uh, the Gemara says is Kel Melech Namun. Aleph Mem Nun, and the each one of these words, if onto their own, refers to a different one of these three Amunas. Kel refers to Olam Chasid Yibana, creating the world. Melach is Kabbalat Torah, when the Man becomes the king over us, and Naman is Charva Unish, right, which comes by the Gula. Wait, why is which? Why is each? I'm sorry. Why does? How does? What's the connection? Between each and all three. Yeah, so Kel Melech Namon, each word refers to one of these three. No, no I understand. But what Go is ahead. the connection? What is Kel? What is so he said, Kel is the shame shall meet us chasta yisparach, the chasta of the Almighty. 
And where was the chesed manifest more than anywhere else? Olam chesed yibana. The world is created with chesed. Why is Kel connected to... To Midas Chasto? I don't know. Melech, when does it might become a, a Melech? When, when there's an Am, when there's a people, right? You can't have a teen, a Melech below Am, you can't have a teen without a nation, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you, how, how do you, how does the, when did the Almighty become a teen? When we became his nation. Uh-huh. And Namon, when we trust the Almighty, what does it mean to trust the Almighty? It means to know that there's going to be something in the future. It can't be in the past. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, so to speak, what we would render maybe as faith in English. We have to have faith, right? We trust the Almighty that He's good, he's good for His Word. Uh, if you notice, in the beginning of last year's parasha, parasha of Eira, we had um, the Almighty telling Moshe that I appeared to, to, to Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, Bekel Shakai. Mm-hmm. However, Shmir Hashem Lonodati Lahem. So as she says, Nemon, uh, that I'm, uh, Nemon I'm, I'm believed to give, to actually make good on my pledges. Mm-hmm. Nemon means the Almighty is, we trust the Almighty to make good on his pledges. And when's that? By the Ula Sida, when we have Schavonish. So that's that, guys. It's, uh, the, this is the three elements of Aramuna, by the way. If you look at, if I remember correctly, I haven't this in a long time, so I may be wrong. If I remember, when he talks about Shabbos, let's see, Shinpei Beis, this is, this, this is his angel on Shabbos as well. If I remember correctly, I may be wrong. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, on Shabbos as well, he he makes this point. How Shabbos is this? Uh, it's it's this encapsulation of of a Muna on these three levels. That's that, guys. Next week, by Hashem, we will start with the first vad. This seems like it was an introduction. We have many many vadim. I'm looking forward to going through them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one by one, um, together with y'all, ten vadim, vadim, and they're actually all pretty, pretty substantial. Okay, so that's that. Let's move on. Are we good? Are we good to move on? Yeah. Yeah, that's good.